0: Welcome to the Labor Day weekend special. (laughs) Not sure what's special about it. Do you want me to thank Julie? Why would I thank Julie? Oh, man. The demands made upon the host of this show. Julie is special. What can I say? I thank God I found her. I do, I literally do, I thank God. Julie Hartman sat in for me yesterday. I was in Denver, went to Denver, spoke for my local Salem station, and then flew back, and here I am. I worked very hard in my mind on how to describe my reaction to... Joe Biden's speech, hate-filled demagogic speech, among the worst ever given by a president of the United States. I can't think of something worse, but I'm allowing for the possibility. In the name of fighting hate, all he does is spread it. MAGA Republicans, Hmm. a threat to democracy. So now you know exactly what the communists and fascists did in Europe. While they were suppressing liberty in their countries, they would attack their opponents as doing what they did. That is the definition of Joe Biden and the Democratic Party suppress liberty and say that the opposition is a threat to democracy half the country will buy it and that's uh, that's really a shame a big shame half the country doesn't and that is wonderful this is the the party that in the, the ideological part of the country that believes in the suppression of free speech, and yet the threat is the MAGA Republican term never defined. I presume it's a Republican uh, who supported President Trump. In that sense, I am a MAGA Republican even though he was my last choice for the nomination and I was wrong because he turned out to be a great president. Not a good president, a great president. Here's a question that I never get answered, because they don't ever confront us. If Donald Trump is a threat to democracy, was there any diminution in liberty in democracy while he was president? Let's say before January 6. He had another, what, two weeks to be president? So for the first three years, 11 months and two weeks of his presidency, when he had this power, and at one point had a Republican Congress, was there a suppression of liberty? Was there a diminution of democracy in the United States of America? He had all this power, why didn't he use it? Is there a suppression of democracy on the the part of the left? The answer to that is there is never a non-diminution of liberty when the left is in power. There is no instance in world history since Vladimir Lenin in 1917, Russia, of the left being in power and not suppressing liberty. Liberty is not a left-wing value. Has a president ever spoken with such hatred of almost half of his fellow citizens? Has it ever happened? I don't think it's ever happened. He's a bad human being. I never said that of any Democrat in, in the Oval Office. I never thought it. I thought that Barack Obama did a great deal of harm. I never called him a bad human being. Joe Biden is a bad human being. He's rotten. We have a rotten human being as president. And he is adored by the New York Times and the Washington Post. There is a very famous belief in Judaism that stems back thousands of years why the Jews were exiled, this is a Jewish belief about themselves. Every kid who studies as I did at a yeshiva, a religious Jewish school, learns this and even people who, Jews who don't have heard it. It's so famous within Jewish life. So why was the temple destroyed and the Jews exiled, and masses of Jews killed. Horrible tragedy in Jewish history. And they blame it on themselves because of, and two famous words in Hebrew, which I won't bother with, since most of you don't know Hebrew, two Hebrew words meaning gratuitous hatred. Yes, it was the standard Jewish belief that Jews so weakened themselves as to be destructible because they hated one another for no good reason. There are reasons for hatred. But the rabbinic belief was there was, there was chinam, the Hebrew word, for nothing, no good reason. If the United States destroys itself, which it might, absolutely might, The left will destroy it and its modus operandi will be gratuitous hatred. That is what you heard last night from Joe Biden, gratuitous hatred. Not one example given in the entire speech of this attack on democracy on the part of MAGA Republicans. But if I can get my fellow Americans to fear and hate nearly half of their fellow Americans, perhaps half, then I have done a good job. The New York Times will celebrate me, as will all of the media, which are in service to the same lying ideology I am. And that's what it was last night. I have told you many times... If you can't make any generalizations, you don't have a mind that see, that sees patterns. But if you can't give specific examples of your generalization, you're a demagogue. Generalizations are critical, but you must support your generalization with examples. In the entire talk, there was not an example. New York Times published a week or two ago a column by a Harvard law professor and a Yale law professor advocating that we get rid of the Constitution. Not that we modify it, that we get rid of it, rid of it. Hmm. But we were accused by this despicable human being named Biden, and he's always been, goes back a long, long time. This is a man who went into politics in order to go into politics. He he stood for nothing, and now he just stands for bad things. Even, I believe that even Democrats would have to acknowledge, were it not for COVID, and the panicked response induced by that side of the spectrum. Donald Trump would have won the presidency. This country was happy. This country was prosperous. This country was feared by its enemies. The number of good things taking place prior to COVID was extraordinary. And then the devil, which I never believed in, and now I flirt with as a possibility, took over. I will analyze his remarks when we come back. You're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. And this is Labor Day weekend.
1: The Dennis Prager Show.
0: So are we ready with the president's uh, clips, Sean? All right, let's start with number one.
1: This is where America made its declaration of independence to the world more than two centuries ago <clears throat> with an idea unique among nations that in America we're all created equal.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I thought about that when I heard it and read it. So it was unique to America that we're all created equal. This is not, I'm not attacking this particular comment, I'm only analyzing it. What was unique to America, in my understanding, is not the notion that we're all created equal that was, after all, that was taken from Judaism and Christianity. After all, every human being is created in God's image, so that that's where they got this idea from, and they would acknowledge that's where they got the idea from. These were all biblically literate, the founders. So what was unique about America, this is more pedagogical than it is critical, What is unique about America I don't believe is the statement that all men are created equal as much as it is that we should pursue liberty and that the government should be extremely circumscribed in its powers. After all, they use the term equality in the French Revolution, which was just 13 years later. I don't think they picked it up from the American Revolution. So I just thought that's worth noting. If you ask what if, if and it's a very good question to ask, what is unique about America's I- ideology? It's liberty, not equality. Now, the French also said liberty but they, in the French Revolution, but It devolved into the guillotine. I don't know what they meant by liberty, because they certainly didn't allow for it as a result of the French Revolution. But we made the freest country in the world. The French gave us the Statue of Liberty. They didn't keep it for themselves. What is unique to America is liberty. And liberty is not possible as government gets bigger. It is not possible. The bigger the government, the less the liberty But he would never say that, because he wants bigger government and less liberty, being a man of the left. So I just thought we'd begin with that. Number two, please.
1: These two documents and the ideas they embody, equality and democracy, are the rock upon which this nation is built. They're how we became the greatest nation on earth. They're why. For more than two centuries, America has been a beacon to the world. But as I stand here tonight, equality and democracy are under assault. We do ourselves no favor to pretend otherwise.
0: Okay, so now he's getting into the hate. So a few comments. Notice that the, the word liberty is not not used here. It's equality and democracy that made America the greatest nation on earth. But that's not true. They contributed. But the major reason we became a beacon was because of freedom. When in Hong Kong just a few years ago, the last gasps of liberty were demonstrated for by demonstrating against the communist regime of China in taking over Hong Kong, which it did, they, they demonstrated with an American flag. They didn't d- demonstrate with an American flag because of equality. They didn't demonstrate with an American flag because of democracy. They demonstrated with an American flag because it represented liberty, but liberty is not a left-wing value. Free speech is not a left-wing value. There is no example in the history of the world of the last 100 years of the left taking power and allowing dissent. And that includes the United States. Number three.
1: That sacred flame still burns. Now in our time, as we build an America that is more prosperous, free and just.
0: Wow. he's building the Democrats are building an America that's more prosperous free and just wow that's really quite something Mm -hmm. if you don't get a if you don't get a vaccination that doesn't work and everyone acknowledges it doesn't work in the sense that it was promised to work, namely prevent COVID. You, you can be fired. You are dismissed from the armed forces of the United States. More free, more prosperous. Are we more prosperous since Joe Biden became president? More free? Okay. More just? Just thought I'd share that with you. That is that is what totalitarians do. They ascribe to their enemies what they do. It's very difficult to fight, especially when they own just about everything. But not talk radio. Back in a moment. Prager. Okay, more from... President Joe Biden's hate filled speech of last night. Okay, let's go to four, please.
1: But first, we must be honest with each other and with ourselves. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. I want to be very clear, very clear up front, not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology.
0: There there was no, once in this hate-filled rant of setting Americans against other Americans, did he define what this ideology is. I mean, even with a sentence, what is the ideology? And what is now? Not every Republican, not even the majority, are MAGA Republicans. Of course, the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. What is he talking about? It was just his his one line escape from saying he's telling Americans to hate all Republicans. He's basically telling Americans to hate all Republicans who vote Republican, certainly who voted for Donald Trump. Well, that's a lot of that's a lot of Americans. MAGA republicans yes whatever that means that disgusting human being who says make america great again you should all hate him my fellow americans if you don't hate the american man or woman who says make america great again you are not properly hating wow Donald Trump represents an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Well, they said this for four years of his administration, so don't give me the January 6th line, which isn't, as I said, they used it when, they, when it, the day it happened or the week it happened. I said they used it the way the fascists in Germany used the Reichstag fire. Hmm. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. That's true. That is certainly true. Teaching kids when they're five years old that they may not be the sex they're, they're born, that's not normal. I agree with that. That's, a, that's about the, the best example of abnormality in our country. Number five.
1: And I believe it's my duty, my duty to love with you, to tell the truth, No matter how difficult, no matter how painful.
0: This is demagoguery that line. Wait, hold on. This is really remarkable. Yeah, it's really hard for me to tell you to hate Donald Trump. No matter how painful it is, I'm just going to overcome that pain. Continue.
1: In my view, is what is true. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. And they're working right now, as I speak, in state after state, to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. Okay,
0: I don't have any idea what he's talking about, so I can't react. Really, so Republicans are working in every state to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies. Mm. So it wasn't Democrats who shut down election counting in various states in 2020. See, I got that wrong. Number six.
1: They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very Mm -hmm. soul of this country.
0: Well, who exactly was involved in political violence for more than half of 2020? MAGA Republicans or Democrats, left-wing Democrats? This country was drenched in political violence, all of which came from the left, and he has the audacity to accuse trump supporters of the of this violence big lies work half this country including the dominant news media actually agree with that what political violence from the left what are you talking about yeah it's Words elude one as to how vile this man and his speech were. Uncle Tom 2 is the eye-opening documentary everyone in America should see. Dennis Prager here and Uncle Tom 2 offers a compelling and brave analysis of the true history of black America. The cultural shift from prosperity, integrity, and faith to its current perceived state of anger, discontent, and victimhood. Uncle Tom II offers historical footage, photos, correspondence, and data to reveal the genuine strides of black America in the 20th century. The deliberate Marxist strategy to create racial tension and replace God with government the NAACP's sinister agenda, the fall of Black Harlem, the truth behind Black Lives Matter, and the demoralization of America for political power. Don't miss Uncle Tom 2 from executive producer Larry Elder and director Justin Malone with Brandon Tatum, Vody Bauckham, and Chad O'Jackson. Watch the movie on demand or buy the DVD now at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Okay, everybody. Are we, uh, are we getting past 10? Is, is that being delivered here? Uh, and so let's go to number eight, please.
1: And now America must choose to move forward or to move backwards, to build a future or obsess about the past, to be a nation of hope and unity and optimism, or a nation of fear, division, and of darkness. Uh, let me let me ask a question
0: graduation. here. So so who exactly sows fear division and darkness? The people who divide everybody by by race. Columbia University with its all black dorm and its all black graduation exercises, do you think that that's divisive? How exactly is the Republican Party divisive on any scale comparable to Biden and his party? Do we have the uh, more? Thank you. Hmm? How? how, I'm just curious. (laughs) What what, what were these words again? Yes. Hope, unity, and optimism? Oh my God. The rape of the English language. Orwellian doesn't quite embrace it. Continue, please.
1: They embrace anger, they thrive on chaos, they live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies.
0: He doesn't give any example. He's just a terrible demagogue, we have a bad human being as president. This is disconcerting in the extreme for him to desecrate the the independence hall in Philadelphia. All he did last night was desecrate that hall. So let me, let me read that. Let's see. They thrive on chaos. Mm. So I see. The, he who has preferred pronouns as demanded by the federal government, that's not chaos. You're not a boy or a girl unless you think so telling that to little kids that's not chaos how exactly do we show chaos this is the perfect example light is dark dark is light good is bad bad is good we show chaos they they take over the vocabulary since Lenin To Biden and the Democrats They take over the vocabulary Disney no longer saying Boys and girls That's not chaos Right All right Okay Let's go to 10
1: And this is a nation That rejects violence As a political tool we do not encourage violence.
0: Really? Hmm. Did you speak out against the 2020 riots? What is the ratio of Democratic preoccupation with January 6th versus a year, or nearly a year, of violence on, on the part of the left? Hmm. It's, it's breathtaking, this whole speech breathtaking there's nothing that they that they won't desecrate number 11
1: we hear you've heard it more and more talk about violence as an acceptable political tool in this country. yes
0: i did hear it uh, from the it's left not. yes with the with the lack of condemnation of what happened in 2020 Who on the right is advocating political violence? He doesn't give an example. The entire speech is example-free. Continue, please.
1: It can never be an acceptable tool. So I want to say this plain and simple. There is no place for political violence in America. Period. None. Ever.
0: Wait till the next line. This is awesome.
1: You saw law enforcement brutally attacked on January 6th.
0: Okay, so I was trying to think. Law enforcement was brutally attacked? Really? I thought that some of the demonstrators were brutally attacked. I think two were murdered. One was beaten to death by the police. And one was shot to death by the police. They keep saying six died, but they didn't die as a result of anything that happened. Remember the fire extinguisher? Was it what was his name? Sicknick? Officer Sicknick? Killed by a demonstrator with a with a fire extinguisher? That was just a mainstream media lie. Pure lie, a hundred percent lie. You know how many Americans still believe it? Because they don't hear talk radio, they don't read the Wall Street Journal editorial page, they don't watch PragerU videos, they don't frequent Daily Wire. That's why. They don't know what we know. It's a very scary thing. Again, twelve, please.
1: There are public figures today, yesterday, and the day before, predicting and all but calling. For mass violence and rioting in the streets,
0: hmm. but the mass violence and rioting in the streets took place on the, by the left. What is he talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. Hmm. What's our story, Sean? Okay. This is the nature of the talk that this man gave last night. It should be titled, Hate Thine Fellow American Speech. Hmm. I got to read. I have not had a chance to read the New York Times today. I'm dying to read the opinion pieces and the editorials. the language they will use to embrace it back in a moment. Let's get a few more of the Biden hate lying speech. It's, it's remarkable. There, Like I said, 25 years ago, we were in a civil war. I prayed it wouldn't be violent. I still do. But we're in a civil war. I can't think of a single value that I share with Joe Biden or the the current Democratic Party. God, the party that advocates cutting off girls' breasts at eighteen if she says she's a boy has the audacity to speak about love and tolerance and truth. The party that says men give birth speaks about truth. The party that speaks about 1619 as the founding of America speaks about truth. The party that, that says America is systemically racist, racist teaches about truth. The party that supports all black dormitories speaks about tolerance. Do you understand how upside down it all is? Number 16, please.
1: I believe we can make America safer. So we passed the most significant gun safety law since President Clinton.
0: Yeah, that's how you make America safer. Pass more gun safety laws. Well, that's one of the few comments he made that I actually think he believes. Hmm. We won't be safe safer with more police. We won't be safer with more innocent people able to protect themselves. We won't be safer when uh, more kids are raised by fathers. So I, I say, if you can ask your liberal or left-wing brother-in-law one question... Ask them this, do you think we would be safer, think there would be fewer innocents murdered if we passed more gun laws or had more fathers? Okay? Okay. There you have a perfect division between MAGA Republicans and the Democrats. MAGA Republicans believe in more fathers in the lives of sons. And daughters. Bad belief, eh? It's a bad president.
1: The Dennis Prager Show. Live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio.